0: This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Live from the Rocky River Nature Center, it's the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Today we're going to ask the question, are you an actual food addict? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. I won't tell you thin. I won't size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise Sing it, brother. Got a frog going in the background there. Um, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a dude or a dudette like you out trying to uh, lose weight. And uh, what's interesting is I look out over this pond, I see where it's potentially starting to rain. That could be bad. So I'm going to go in the, the forest here. So if it does start to rain, maybe the trees will block it. But uh, Got some uh, news for you here. Also, uh, this show today has producers of which I will insert their names here because right now I'm out in the forest with me and my Kindle and my portable recorder and I forgot I I wrote down your names. I just forgot to bring the piece of paper. So here I want to say thanks to those people who helped contribute to make this show possible. Yes, special thanks to Lafayette Trawick, Michael Young, and Amanda Flynn. Thank you all so very, very much. Also on the show today, I've got uh, some news on body bugs, and we'll be talking about the Moto Active a little bit. But um, I'm reading the book Overcoming Overeating. That's out at the uh, website if you want to see it by Lisa Monroe. And uh, I'm into chapter four and five today. And last uh, episode we talked about some of the um, the things that. Lead to us eating. How they're kind of stacking the deck against us with food. How, in some ways, the food has been so chemically treated that it actually gets us kind of high in the brain. It has our brain has the same reactions to pot that we have to our food in some instances. And so, she says here, according to David Hawkins in his book Breaking Everyday Addictions, um, they're talking about, you know, what is an addict? And here are some questions: Do you have a compulsive physical or psychological dependence or both on food? Let's uh, back that up a second. Do you have a compulsive physical or psychological dependence or both on food? All right. Question number two, do you continue to overeat in spite of obvious consequences? Well, I think we're all on that one, right? We've, we know what's happening when we overeat. We know the, the dangers of being obese and overweight, and yet we find ourselves in the drive-thru again, right? Question three, do you feel continuing to eat beyond the full feeling? Right? You're, you're at, uh, I don't know, Longhorn, You just stuffed a bunch of steak and potatoes down your face, and they come over and go, would you like some dessert? And instead of saying, you know, you you say, what kind? They go, key lime pie, and you're like, oh, right? Do you lie about how much you eat, deny your overeating problem, or even hide the evidence when you've eaten? So do you have those, you know, uh, are you hiding the food in your bottom drawer at work? Are you eating things but not putting them in your food diary, thinking that it doesn't matter. It only, only the calories that I put in to lose it are the ones that count. All right. Question number five, have you allowed your life, in other words, your weight to become unmanageable? Now, if you answered, if you find yourself answering yes to most of these questions, then you've arrived at it. Your answer is you're a food addict. It's, it's when you basically overlook, if you think about, we, we always think about addicts in terms of, uh, whatever, let's go heroin, that, uh, you know, it's this person that's shaking and they just can't get by without it, and they know that, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, let's just go rock stars have died from heroin overdose, and yet they do it anyway, you know, Kurt Cobain is a, a great example of, you know, somebody who just, uh, there's tons, Right. Well, isn't that what we're doing with food? I mean, it's it's amazing. And, and I, I catch myself, unfortunately, afterwards, or in some cases, and we'll get to the I don't care syndrome here in a second. Um, had an argument with somebody this week, really pushed my buttons, and it was, I don't know, 30 minutes before I went to bed, and I went out and got a bowl of cereal. How stupid is that, right? Really, really dumb looking back at it, I go, well, I see why, and so far in chapters 4 and 5, she hasn't got to how to get over this, but I, I'm reading that other book by, uh, oh, The Year of Living Healthy, I think is what it's called, AJ something, and uh, he talks about one of the ways that he overcame this, how he started to to care, and, and is he started thinking about himself in the future? And I took the wrong path. I'm going back to the road. I don't want to do that. I want to go back into the forest. Um, and uh, he said there's an application for the iPhone. I'll have to go back and, and listen to it because I was actually listening to the book. Um, if you go to uh, audible com dot, audibletrial.com forward slash Dave, uh, you can get a free audiobook for free. And uh, this was the one audiobook that I get per month. And, and for the record, it's it's free for the first 30 days, and then you can cancel. Now, if you don't cancel, it's $14 a month. But if I were to buy this audiobook, it would have been like 20 bucks. So if, you're, if you like books, you're actually saving $5 a month. It's a weird way to look at it. By spending 15, I'm saving five. But anyway, I was listening to his book, and he said he used this iPhone app, and I'm sure if you Google it, I'll Google it and, and put a link out at the uh, website Again, that's LogicalLoss.com. That you can get these iPhone apps. I'm sure there's other websites that do the same thing. And you put a picture of yourself and they basically age you. They show you what you're going to look like old. And so he said that anytime he didn't want to do something, he said he would do it for that person. And a lot of times it's weird. He said he thought of this person almost as a completely different person, even though it's himself, because we don't like to do things for ourselves sometimes we like to put others first so he's putting this other person which is himself but he's he just calls himself future I think his name's AJ future AJ it's an interesting concept but here's let's let's get into why we don't care and I think I talked about this on a previous episode and I called it the crazy cycle of food and um this is just a, a cycle of emotional eating, and they're a little more in-depth than, than I went, but here's, here's what happens. You have some sort of emotional pain, and that's one of the things that this book talks about, is most of the time, our food problems have absolutely nothing to do with food, right? There's, there's obviously, if you've uh, been abused as a child you know, beaten, sexually abused, whatever. There's there's that obvious abuse, but then there's also passive abuse, which is where, and I wonder if this is where we're at with with everybody being raised by divorced parents. Maybe we didn't get all the love we should have, and maybe it wasn't on purpose, but that's called passive abuse, where you've just been neglected. But for whatever reason, you have an emotional pain. Maybe it's something you're going through, whatever, but you have an emotional pain. So in my case, I'll I'll come clean. I had an argument with my wife, Right, really uh, made me upset, and uh, you have an addictive agent. Well, our addictive agent is food, and that food makes us temporarily feel better. Right? Now that leads to step three of the of the cycle here: consequences, and that is, you know, the fact. Well, here's the fun thing. Remember the last episode? I walked all day. Then I went riding with uh, my wife. Uh, Sunday I did more exercise. I exercised all weekend, and on Monday, you know what happened? I set a new record—not for weight loss, for weight gain. I was up to 216 pounds. I have never ever weighed above 215. Can't say that anymore. And talk about wanting to quit. But that's all right. I'm actually back down. I'm, I'm still. I'm. I'm back to being heavier than I was. I think I'm at two, twelve and a half now. So, you know, the scale's going down. But there are consequences for uh, for what we do. You know? It's and it's and if you think it's just that one cookie, it's the one cookie every single day. Right? You've gotta there there are consequences. We know that. We talked about that the last episode. You know, diabetes, we could list all the horrible things that happen when you're overweight. Now what happens when you're overweight. Well, you feel guilty, right? You're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. That was stupid. You know, and you look in the mirror and you can't find the tape measure. When you do, that's even more, right? Now, the guilt leads to shame. And and let's talk about the difference here. You know, guilt can be an emotion that is falsely arrived at or even handed to you by another person, such as, oh, I don't know, who hands out guilt as gifts. Uh, typically mom, right? My mom, uh, could uh, she was like a superhero where she had a guilt ray. She could just look at you and make you feel guilty. It was amazing. Um, that's not actual real guilt, authentic guilt, It's not necessarily bad Even though it may feel so At at, at first, you know But if it's managed constructively Truthful guilt Can lead to personal growth Through repentance And reform And apparently they're going to talk about that more In chapter 6 However, if it's not dealt with And allowed to fester This guilt It's going to prove to be destructive And It's raining I think I don't know, I'm surrounded by trees. I don't know. This is, <laughs> I get the feeling this is going to end badly, he said walking around with about uh, $400 worth of electronics, not counting his phone in his pocket. Um, yep, it's raining. Okay, let's, uh, let's head into the bush here, get off the path, and, uh, alright, we're good. Um, welcome to Ohio, folks. Wait five minutes, the, uh, the weather will change. So anyway, this, this uh, guilt, if it's not dealt with, um, it maintains the cycle of food addiction. Because you've got to change, one of these steps will will change this whole cycle, right? Now, you're like, but what is the difference between guilt and, and shame? Um, true guilt, okay, not the stuff that's handed to you by your mom, but true guilt is a fact or state of having, I think it's safe to come out. Yeah. See, we keep having these little spotty showers all day because um, it's actually somewhat sunny out. But uh, we have—I believe that's called scattered showers. But true guilt—if we compare this to shame—true guilt is a fact or state of having committed an offense or or a wrong that is accompanied by a feeling of responsibility or remorse. Okay, with overeating, guilt is normal. It's a healthy response to binging. Shame, shame on the other hand, is the punishing form of guilt. The shame portion of of the food addiction cycle is a negative judgment of yourself in your own mind's eye. Now psychologist John Bradshaw says it well. He says this, guilt says I've done something wrong. Shame says there is something wrong with me. Let's repeat that one again Guilt is I've done something wrong Shame is there is something wrong with me Guilt says I've made a mistake Shame says I am a mistake Guilt says what I did was not good Shame says I am no good I'm getting all preachy on you. Guilt! <laughs> Guilt is a feeling supported by a factual event, but shame is a character assassination, and it moves you beyond an incident and creates a negative generalization about your whole self. Let me summarize for that. You suck. That's basically what you tell yourself. I suck. Why? Because you did one thing wrong. Now, if emotional pain is the fuel behind your food addiction cycle, then shame supercharges it or supercharges it, uh, making sure you, its victim, stay locked into its down lo- downward spiraling loop. So shame is the, the slam dunk. You serve it up with guilt and, and shame comes in and says, oh yeah, and just spikes it down your throat. So, you know, maybe you suffer shame as a result of what is called carried guilt. This is the guilt children will carry on themselves, such as condemning thoughts that their parents got divorced because they were bad kids or taking responsibilities for their parent being depressed all the time. That's not your fault. If you got that, trust me, nothing to do with you. When the pain of all this past shame teams up with shame over being overweight or obese, you are in for one scary ride on the not-so-merry-go-round of food addiction. So what happens? What does shame lead to? We started off with an emotional pain. We tried to fix that with our addictive agent, which is food. That leads to consequences. That leads to guilt. Guilt leads to shame. Shame leads to self-hatred. Self-hatred is the last stage before what happens. What happens when you hate yourself? How do you fix that pain? You guessed it. You go eat something, and it all starts again. You know, because shame leaves you feeling unworthy, disgraced, and deeply embarrassed, the next logical thought is self-hatred. And at this point of the cycle, you confirm your self-disgust by not caring how much you weigh or what food addiction is costing you because you certainly don't deserve anything good. Why? Cause you suck, right? Only punishment. So you become your own punisher. You abuse yourself because that's what you've determined you deserve. Deep in your subconscious, you may even think other people abused me. So that's all I'm worthy of is abuse. The scary little cycle. But we gotta change that, because here's the bottom line. You were created to live in freedom and to experience joy. I'm gonna say that again. You were created to live in freedom and experience joy. And I understand that understanding this cycle doesn't fix it, doesn't really change a whole lot. But you can see, if, if you understand the pattern, Then maybe you can say, okay, you know, it's okay to feel bad about this. It's okay that, you know, I shouldn't have... Okay, I ate the Twinkie. I had the pie. You know, I'm drinking more calories than I should be. Um, You know, don't... Don't let that go into, I suck. You made a mistake. You know? You had a bad day, right? So... Keep that in mind Keep yourself in check And then what did it say Repent Repent Brothers and sisters And uh, try not to do it again I said last week That I was going to cut Mountain Dew Out of my um, Out of my week And I made it to Friday And I'm going to say I had a decent reason I was driving to Michigan On uh, uh, um, Yesterday And that's a long drive And I had to get up early to do it And uh, I was really at the point of either, okay, get off the road or take a nap or something. And I got out, walked around and grabbed a Mountain Dew and went, okay, one for the week. Now, did I say, you suck. You said you weren't going to drink any of this. No, I went, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself a gimme on this one um, and uh, needed something to help uh, pick me up. So, um, but there's a great line in this book. It says, you know, we're, We're talking about here the fact that, you know, the cycle that leads to overeating. And it says we must be honest about where we are, where we are, before we can journey effectively to where we want to be. And we've talked about, I talked about that in the very first episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I said, get on the scale, measure yourself, figure out where you are, don't hate yourself, you know. Figure out where you are, because you know where you want to be, and when you get, when you know where you are and where you want to be, then you can start drawing a map and figure out if you're lost. I think it was called, Are You Lost on the Way to Fitness? Many, many moons ago. Um, and, and also, think about this. One of the ways, if we have a lot of emotional damage, maybe that's what we're trying to overcome, go digging in the dirt. You know, it's no fun, by the way, going back and revisiting what happened and, um, you know, examining your childhood maybe, things like that. But you got to know who you are before you can get to where you want to be. And again, many times, food is not the problem. So, she has a great line here. It says, in order to end up with something useful, have you ever heard about a compost heap? where people you know, basically put their, their garbage and a compost these, and it actually ends up making, I think, fertilizer or something like that that you can use in your garden and things like that. But a compost heap, it has to be turned over and over again. It's basically garbage. You take garbage, and when you turn it over and over again, and you put some worms in there to, to work the soil, um, only then by turning the soil over and over and over, um, kind of healthy form of breakdown breaking down that garbage into something useful that you can use in your, your garden and such you got to dig through the dirt sometimes and you got to turn that over for that to uh, be something useful so one last thing I want to mention on this is, is we talked about at the beginning You know, there is obvious abuse in some cases and you know just keep this in mind that hurt people hurt people broken people break people and many times it has nothing to do with you you are at the wrong place at the wrong time you are not a bad person you were were created to live a life of peace of happiness and, and joy and don't let that um Incident or incidents of abuse where where some broken person came and tried to break you and some hurt person came and, and hurt you, don't let that be the defining moment of your life. Go get some help. You can work through this stuff. It's not, you know... When you have traumatic experiences in your life, sometimes you want things to be normal. And I'm not sure. Sometimes I just... I talk about things as like, well, this is the new normal. And also remember that the good old days weren't always good. some gadgets um, you've uh, you know I'm a big fan of the Fitbit got mine uh, on right now I'm also a big fan of the strive if you're uh, if you don't have a wireless system which actually you could if you if you don't have internet action I guess you could get a strive I'm a big fan of the Fitbit and uh, had a bodybug for uh, a few years and uh, the only thing I really didn't like about the bodybug besides the fact that their their calorie, um, counting system was kind of clunky, was they charge you $10 a month after you put out about 250 bucks for the system. And uh, But it was really cool because it, it tracks... Um, I think it tracks your steps. I know it definitely tracks your calories because it's got a whole new way of, of tracking your how much you sweat and how much you exude and things like that's a really accurate system but it was always kind of expensive and then there was this monthly fee well i want to let you know that uh, those have come way down in price even the BodyBug sp which is the one that works with your iphone or your smartphone because it used to be you would have to unplug the BodyBug, plug it in sync it to their website, and then you can see your stats. Well, now with the Bodybug SP, if you've got a smartphone, you can actually, through Bluetooth, get your calories, uh, how many calories you burned through the day. And that used to be like 100, I think the cheapest I ever saw them was $150. And those are down to 99 bucks. I just was at bodybugsp.com and at first I thought it was a mistake. I thought it was $99 for the old version that you had to plug in and synchronize. And it's like, no, Bodybug SPs are now $99. Now, you're still going to have to uh, spend $10 a month for their website to track your calories or, you know, basically to, to, to do that. Now, I believe you could use something like MyFitnessPal or Lose It to track your calories if you want to do that. Um, I don't know that you have to upload your information that way, but those are much, much cheaper now. And uh, the other, I just came across an article it was talking about fun fitness gadgets. And this one's really expensive. Um, it's called a moto active. And I would see this for the person who really likes to run and has a GPS watch, or is thinking of buying a GPS watch and has an mp3 player and you know things like that because here's what it does it's from motorola and it's a built-in gps tracking system so it'll track your steps it'll track your calories and but it's also an mp3 player so you're like okay well that's kind of cool and what it does is it much like a fitbit if you have a wireless system at home will automatically um upload your information to the moto active website and they have stats plenty about and what they do because it's a a gps and a uh an mp3 player it's here's what's new this is where i went oh that's kind of new is it looks at your heart rate or or how many steps you're doing things like that we'll talk about the heart rate in a second Um, to what song you were listening to So let's say You know, you're listening and uh, I don't know, Helter Skelter comes on by the Beatles And for whatever reason that just makes you run faster Because you're thinking about Charlie Manson behind you And you just take off running, right So it might remember that And then uh, when you hear the song I don't know, um, You Better Run by Pink Floyd um, You know, you start running again And uh, it's going to notice that And it can actually make a playlist of songs Where you according to their stats, run the best. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Now, the other thing you can do with this, and I don't have one. I've never used one. I should say this up front. So I'm just, I'm going by videos I've watched. I'm going by the literature I've read and YouTube. Uh, I always like to find YouTube kind of demonstrations that aren't by the company. You know, just people like you and me. And they do have a chest strap. And what this allows you to do And this is where it kind of gets it into the body bug thing, because the thing about a Fitbit is it doesn't really track um, your steps when you're riding a bike, unless you do what I do, which is clip it to your sock. You know, problem solved. Uh, But, um, you know, it doesn't track your heart rate, things like that. Well, with this little gizmo, you can buy for 40, no, for 50 bucks, I think it is, an additional uh, heart rate monitor that, uh, you know, a strap that you've. Strap on, and then it, it talks to this GPS gizmo. All right, I just uh, hit pause there because I just passed a uh, a group of people. They're out bird watching, and they're really excited because they saw a brown creeper. And I'm like, "There's a joke there somewhere." I'm just not sure what. Uh, but the uh, the Moto Active, you can put on this uh, heart rate strap, and it becomes a heart rate monitor as well. So it tracks your your distance, your steps, your calories, and your heart rate. So that again, your heart rate can be used to, you can see how many calories you're burning when you log into the website. The one thing that I tried to find out, and their website, Motorola, um, uh, it's very sales heavy. In other words, there's all sorts of information about it. But I was trying to get somebody on the line in terms of support to say, hey, do you charge for your website because like Fitbit doesn't. Now there's a super jumbo deluxe version of the Fitbit website, but, but their website is free. So you can sync to their website and you don't have to pay any extra money to that. So, um, I would think not because this is by far at this point, the most expensive little gadget out there. If we compare it to, um, the strive and the Fitbit, which are about, uh, 99 bucks each, then you have, uh, the body bug, which was around 150, or, or back in the day, 200 bucks. Now you have this thing, which on their website says 249. Uh, I, when I looked at Amazon, it was 200. So that's one of those things that if you do want to buy one of those, definitely go out to. Uh, you can go to supportthisshow.com, and uh, or shop.logicalloss.com. Either one will work. And uh, if you buy that through Amazon, I get a small little commission for that. But it looks really interesting. A little too rich for my blood. Can't afford something that, uh, that cool. And like I said, without knowing if I have to pay for the website, I would be uh, a little hesitant to uh, put that out. But tons of, uh, you know, how many steps per day, per year, average steps, they just went stataholic. it looks like on this thing. So if you're, if you're a person that likes to run, and I have noticed this. When you see people running, you're driving along, and there's somebody running of the side of the road, I rarely see an overweight runner, just, just a thought. And uh, so if you're looking to get into running, this would be a really cool tool because like I said, oh, the other thing it does is through Bluetooth, you can tie this thing into your phone and there's actually a headset with, with a microphone that you can plug into this thing. So you're listening to your music and via the Bluetooth, if your phone rings, you don't have to grab your phone. So if you're at the gym, you can leave your phone maybe in the locker room, and then this thing will let you know, hey, you have a call coming in, and you can actually talk, it's very Dick Tracy-ish, you can talk on your wristwatch, basically, is what it looks like, and, uh, and you can then hear the person through your headphones. So that's another cool little trick. Uh, so rather than uh, you know, having, if you're a runner, rather than having to dig the phone out of your pocket, things like that, it actually does that as well. So it's a cool little gadget, a little too uh, rich for my blood. Can you hear the frog? I'll shut up. Oh, yeah, they're singing. Come on, boys. Maybe they're going to shut up because I'm here. I'm standing in front of a... uh Yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. And I just saw a fish jump up, I think. Something here. Sing it, boys. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. want to thank again the producers of the show, whose names are... Yes, special thanks to Lafayette Trawick, Michael Young, and Amanda Flynn. Thank you all so very, very much. And uh, I always like to leave you with my favorite Jillian Michaels quote, which is, you know, why are you choosing failure... One success is still an option. And if we look at that, if we look at that cycle that we looked at today, the answer to that question is, well, because I felt guilty and it led to shame to where I didn't think much of myself, which led to self-hatred. And, uh, you know, because I hated myself, I didn't care about myself. And uh, so I went back to uh, eating. And you gotta realize if I go back to, um, if we go back to that other book, This requires faith. See, we thought we were done, and we're not. I'm going to throw this in here at the end. Faith. It requires faith in yourself. And that's the part that's weird, because we just said we don't like ourselves. Shame has led to, guilt has led to shame. Shame has led to self-hatred. So, why, think about yourself, think about future Dave, in my case. Do it for future Dave. If, here I am, I'm, I'm, you know, my late 40s. And I remember people telling me when I was in high school that if I just put a little bit of money away every week, every time I got a paycheck, just put a little bit of money away, that when I got to my age now, I would be very, very happy that I did that. Well, guess what? I didn't. And I really wish I had. And so I know future Dave is sitting there saying, Dave, if you get out there and work and and just try start off with 30 minutes of walking, you know, start by cutting one thing back that you shouldn't eat. Don't kick yourself if you make a mistake. Just repent from it and try not to do it again. That's what Future Dave is telling me now. And so I'm going to listen to Future Dave because I didn't listen to Future Dave when I was 20. And uh, I'm broke. (laughs) So I don't want to find Future Dave when I'm 70 or 60 and going, Oh, remember when I said you should really get your weight under control and you didn't? you should have and if that's you if you're 60 it's never too late to start it gets harder the later you start but we said there are consequences and you made a mistake it's alright it's time to turn that boat around um, in the words of the mighty Van Halen right now so thanks for listening We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. Until you lie, then I more smaller thighs. Then I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.